It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hey, Saturday Friends. Let me just port these up for you so you can hear. Hey, we've got a leak over there. <laughs> Are we all just going to be pretending to be snakes? Hi, this is the Saturday Friends Club where we're hissing around the studio today. I'm sorry, should I brought Hugo with us today? I didn't <gasps> think of doing that. Oh, his name's Hugo? Yeah. Aww. He's a little he's a little hog nose and he doesn't eat at all. Oh no. <laughs> uh yeah, welcome to the Saturday Friends Club where we uh talk about movies that we've seen before and find out if they're still good. I am Josh. Still good. <laughs> you are Sabrina. Oh, boy, this is bad. <laughs> oh, Eric, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I, I got nothing. On them. <laughs> I, I like I like snake. Uh, I'm I'm Kyle, oh. and if we really 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 wanted to go there, everybody mispronounces my name because it's got an S in it, so it would be technically Kissel. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh I, here we go. I like snakes. I like airplanes. Oh, do you like snakes on a plane? No. <laughs> Well, no, too this, bad. We're this covering. Movie is, this movie is dumb. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you need a nice palate cleanser. Sometimes you don't need a smart movie. Sometimes you just need a dumb movie. Yeah, actually, no, I'll agree with that. <laughs> uh, Once in a while, you want to get real nutty with it. So, yeah, the uh, the idea on this one was basically we're we're looking at the end of you know uh, twenty. We're going into a new decade. We're Woo! we're we're you know we're it's gonna leaving. be great. <laughs> 2020, you know, we're going to be looking at it with a brand new, clear vision. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Mm. 2020 joke. Cannot wait until President Tom Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are, um, yeah, uh, basically, uh, with the end of the year and also it being my cho- my choice since my birthday is horrifically close to the end of the year, um, I usually try and take the last cho- the la- last option of the year. And what with us doing Long Kiss Goodnight uh, as our, uh, our last episode that is going to be our Christmas piece, uh, I decided, why not another Sam Jackson movie? Yeah. Uh, and what movie more epitomizes him... <laughs> Than snakes on a plane. Oh, don't let him hear you say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd appreciate that. I don't know. It sounds like he wanted to do this movie. No, he wanted. He when he found out, he he was. So the details are uh, the actual. His agent went to the producers of the movie and said, "Sam Sam Jackson will not do this movie if it is still kept as snakes on the plane." To which he heard that and went, "No, I signed on to this movie because its title is." And snakes on a plane. Yep. Yeah. He he saw to it. Mace Windu himself, that character we all know and love from Star Wars. The 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 one that had to. I will only be in your movie if you give me a purple lightsaber, and I also yes. am the only person with a purple lightsaber. Also, I'm known for like you know for being an awesome action star who yells at people and says cool things, and then I'm going to spend this entire series just like talking quietly. And I mean, he staring. was playing a Jedi. Jedi's don't yell. Mm-hmm. Very boring. You obviously don't agree, like Jedi's then. Jedi's are boring. No, they're boring. Uh, they are they are inferior to the samurais that they are ripped off of. They, they you know, because if you watch Jimbo, like, oh, he'll tear one loose. I mean, if as long as it, it is one of those weird things, if we go on a Star Wars tangent, and let, let's go ahead, considering the fact that Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker or whatever. Look, I'm just glad that it's all finally over. Uh, I, I'm, I'm debating. Never going to be I'm over. debating whether or not even bother seeing it. I'm not going to. I don't. I didn't care. All, all the reviews are like like perilously bad. Apparently, <laughs> it's one of those that like 
the of the new trilogy. Like I watched the first one and I was like, okay. Yeah, watched, that was my response. Like, okay. Then I not watched the next one. And I'm like, where is this going? And then I feel like based off of everything I've heard, the next movie, this like latest movie is just like, oh, so they don't even stick the landing. All right. Nope. Never Neat. do. Uh, ro- like uh, Rogue One might be the best of the new movies. Oh, Rogue right. One was so good. Because really all, all it was, it was like characters that don't have very much development, but they're doing Guns of Navarone. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. They I actually really liked Solo. I never saw it. I, I actually thought that the guy playing uh, Han in that movie did a very good job of playing a young Han. Yeah, no, Solo was actually really decent too. And uh, what was it, Danny Glover? Was he um, Lando? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did a really good job yes. of playing a young yeah. Lando. Yeah, he's yes, he he's did. he's hard to dislike. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked I liked a lot of the characters that showed up in Solo. Yeah, um, I've seen a little bit of the Mandalorian so far. We've uh, watched it. It's, it's good. It's okay. It's I, I like that it's it's like a Western, but Star Wars like. I mean, that's what Star Wars was supposed, supposed to be. Supposed to be, yeah. I feel like the Mandalorian epitomizes that more. Yeah. And also Baby Yoda. I, Every time he, I see I him, I'm just like, cannot, do you ca- know, Cannot care less. Well, do you know what? I care, but it's because he's cute, and I like cute things. Well, you it's know not what? actually Yoda, though. It's just a baby one of that species. Yeah, but the species mm. is called Yoda. Is it really? Yeah, so, oh, so Yoda. What? I know, isn't that? That's what I said that's when so he told me that. Yeah, it, uh, y- so Yoda, Yoda is named after what he is. Yeah. It's like. No. Yoda <laughs> of Boring. the species Yoda. That's like if they were like Chewbacca is for a species of well, Chewbacca. Well, we, we already ex- examined the the, the Wookiee backstory in the Holiday special. Mm. Remember when Grandpa... No, 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 Grandpa no. Wookie we are had, not talking about this. Had his like VR... No, his, no, His VR no, jerk-off machine. Stop. <laughs> I am not talking about this. Oh, man. I am it's... not talking about this. B. Arthur Cannon in Star Wars. We B. Are not, Arthur. Yes. We are not talking about that so, movie. Have you never seen it? No, no we, got, we gotta is, see it. It's so no, good. She is stone cold in Star Wars. No. It's so good. I, we are not talking All about right. this. I'm a little scared of the idea of B. Arthur in the Force, but <laughs> you should not be talking about this. Jefferson Jefferson Starship in Star Wars. No, Canon. yeah, the Ewok movies were better than this. Oh, absolutely, Ooh. it's real bad, but it's hilariously bad. Oh, that got that got right to my heartstrings. At least the Ewok <sighs> movies were cute because right. they had Ewoks in them. All right, you know what also is cute. No, it doesn't work as nope. well as my other segue. Nothing. In this uh, movie is you know cute. what also is cute and green and and moves slowly. <laughs> a snake. Snakes like my. Do you also take offense to him saying that snakes are slimy? That's what I said. Snakes uh, aren't slimy. I'm They're trying slick. to segue here. No. Let's talk about snakes on a plane. The reason I'm bringing this forward is that it's one of, as I said, Sam Jackson movie, but also was one of those like me early meme. Yes, Things? this, this yeah. was a meme intersecting with reality, and at the time we were like, "This I, is amazing. I, this I, is an epic win." <laughs> like, like, because, because, like, that was a joke, good, right? Good, like, sir. that's how that's how this movie came to be is because, like, what four chan or whatever is like Samuel L. Jackson, snakes on a plane. Yes, and then and then it evolved, <laughs> and then it became snakes on a plane. Why, why so happy we, that that happened. Why do we have to keep reaffirming four chan? It's because it's an epic win, Sabrina, okay, and for great for great justice. This all of your base are belong to us. Then it's Sonic. All of. Now they're getting out of hand. Oh yeah, oh, they are. Now they're getting out of hand. They made the Slenderman movie. Don't forget that. Wait, okay, that no, was them? I didn't. No, I 
Slender Man came out of there too. I am not talking no, Slender about Man, some, no Slender Man. Is something awful. Okay, can st- confirm. Still, those circles of the internet. I need to I, find yeah. this movie. Sim- similar circles I, of the I internet. I was. I I heard about it when it came out, but I never actually saw it. I never actually no. met anyone who's seen it, so I have no idea if it was good or not. I, I I'm will, assuming not, since no one's talking about I'm, it. I'm gonna correct. I, I'm gonna. I gotta correct the record here. 4chan was fa- was formed by people who were kicked off of even. Who were too stupid for even early something awful? What? Slenderman yes. got a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, hot. Oh, <laughs> um, I am definitely bad seeing movie, this movie. Bad movie night. Oh yeah. Bad movie let's night. Do we're oh, yeah. doing it, Slenderman. Right. Let's do this. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about a bad movie and snakes on a plane. Uh, I really enjoy this movie because it is a bad turn off your oh, brain this movie. Is, this movie oh God, yes, is so is. bad. I mean, it was entertaining to watch. Though. And I mean, Kyle enjoyed it so much that you saw it three times. I didn't see it three times. <laughs> the, the first night because I was drunk and I was like, oh, I should actually watch this movie and have perspective. The second time I watched it sober and then the third, third time, time I watched it drunk again because, I mean, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Third time to charm. Uh, so yeah, um, my history with this is the fact that I have only seen it once, but that one time was on theater on opening night. I was actually yes. out with my. Uh, I had taken my sister um, up to Tennessee, and we were going to Whitewater Raft. And basically, we had the night to figure out what to do. It was like, would you go see snakes on a plane? Yeah, that sounds was, dumb. I also saw this opening night with like uh, with a friend of mine uh, in the theater, and that was the only time I'd ever seen it. And it was stupid, and it was great. Yep. Had any of the rest of you seen snakes on a plane? Snake on plane. I actually did. I didn't even get to see it in theaters. Like I, I was just really bad at going to the movies for a while. But I did see this when it came out on, you know, Blu-ray. Nice. I, was, I guess I was the only one who never saw it before. And you, wow. were, and you were upset that I picked it. Yeah, because it's dumb. Yeah, because it was dumb. <laughs> when I first heard about it, it was dumb. It's like Euro And then everyone af- confirmed oh. it was dumb. Euro Trip was way more charming than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you would watch Euro Trip over this movie? Yes. I think this movie took itself way too seriously. But in a great way. No, mm. it took itself too seriously. I think we talked about the episode. Like, Eurotrip has like a handful of scenes that will still make me laugh just because they're so dumb. And this movie is like not a comedy, so it's like it's just like, ugh. I mean, there was like maybe two scenes where I was like, okay, now you guys are just milking it literally. Mm-hmm. Because oh, the cow milking scene. Well, yeah, and then <laughs> the snake milking scene. Yes. <laughs> I. I I think that the snake falling down and chomping on that girl's titty was probably the best thing that ever happened. Yeah, it was that one and then the guy that was taking a piss. Yeah. And then it totally just mm, yep. bit its dong. Bit, bit his dong. Yep. It's his g- Twinkie. It's a good movie, guys. All right. Is so <laughs> um uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and uh let's let's be Attacked in a really obtuse way by Asian mob boss. Well, we're we're gonna be co- totally cool Hawaiian surfers. Oh, wear yeah. like motorcyclist, motorcycle dude. surfer. Well, he's also a surfer. And, like he has a surfboard behind his TV just to reinforce it. But we see him on his motorcycle first. Yes, yeah, like the whole beginning sequence is of this dude on his motorcycle, just well, doing cool f- tricks. Let's talk about being a hard FBI agent with your partner on board. <laughs> Taking uh, taking names and about to put a lid on this case here. 
Um, and let's also talk about being a lot of corn snakes that seem to kill people. Yeah, what's, what was the deal with that? Corn <laughs> snakes aren't even poisonous. I just yeah, like they look like a coral snake at first glance, and you can use them on set, so like... Well, I, I, guess. I mean, you don't really want real for all Poisonous the scenes snakes. with real snakes. Obviously, with among the people, Our, you don't want the real snakes to be actually poisonous snakes because you don't want your actors to die. So I that's why. But since a lot of us here like animals and we know our animals, we were all just like not buying it, unfortunately. Yeah. And the, and the graphics are incredible. Incredibly dated. Yeah, the I mean, CGI even for like t- like what is it? Thirteen years ago, this came out. Yeah, yeah. CGI yeah. snakes do not hold up. No. Well, let's go ahead and generate those CGI snakes and snakes on a plane. <laughs> Sabrina gave us a glimpse behind the uh, the curtain here while we start laughing at the like dumb song. <laughs> it's also a dumb song. Also, I have to try and remove as many bleeps as I can. This is on the radio. <laughs> is this as, is this better or worse than the music at the end of Speed Racer? Mmm, this is better. I actually kind of like the song. It's got that kind of like terrible like soundtrack. I mean, it, it's it's like it's, it's like a double it's like a double rejected Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah, it's it's not a good song, but it's like I don't know. Like I was desperate in the the like late thousands brand of rock and roll, and Ugh. that's like the best. Like there wasn't much good. It was the Nickelbacks of the world yeah, that were killing it for I, me. I, I can hear like the frosted tips through this song. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of people with very shaggy black hair in this music video. Look at this crowd. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and talk about this movie called Snakes on a Plane. Oh, boy. Uh, by the way. Like po- this is like a post-it note, the plot for this movie. Uh, I will say that this is, unlike a lot of the choices that we have for this uh, this podcast, a movie that made money. Mm. Oh, wow. That doesn't mean it was a good movie, Joshua. Mm. Snakes on a Plane is a, ni- is a 2006 American action thriller film directed by David R. Ellis and starring Samuel L. Jackson. It was released by New Line Cinema on August 18th, 2006 in North America. The film was written by David Dallasaro, uh, John Heffernan, and Sebastian Gutierrez and follows the events of hundreds of snakes being released on a passenger plane in an attempt to kill a trial witness. All those snakes for one guy. For one guy, because uh, because Eddie Kim is a bad dude. I'm just I I, I you know I'm. Why a, did he have to be Korean? Why Why was his dojo in like the ho- like the lobby of a hotel? <laughs> like uh, he's he's sparring with this guy, and there's like jagged stone columns that are like like the 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 fake like rough cut brick cladding you'd see at like a Holiday Inn. Well, let, let's let's go ahead and set the beginning Lots of the of movie. We we start the movie with a nice flyby shot of Hawaii. And then oh, suddenly, yeah. suddenly, like a guy on a dirt Woo! bike, to which you mentioned uh, any. Well, like I can't take credit for this point, but it is extremely correct that any movie that begins with scenes of like surfing or skateboarding or biking or anything like that, you're in for a real stinker. Yeah, they, they obviously uh, it's obviously a good movie. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and hit down the plot points as uh, given to us by Wikipedia, who has given us a whole. Uh, three three paragraphs. That's All right. More than it deserves. 
Yeah, I don't think it needs that many paragraphs, but go ahead. After witnessing a brutal murder instigated by California-based gang boss Eddie Kim on U.S. prosecutor Daniel Hayes in Hawaii, Sean Jones, escorted by FBI agents Neville Flynn and John Sanders on a Boeing 747-400 to testify on a trial against Kim in Los Angeles. Wow, that's a big sentence that covers a lot of the plot all of a sudden. Uh, Yeah, so basically... He's on his dirt bike and he comes across a, tra- a train track and then all of a sudden a guy appears upside down all bloody and they just like, ah, oh, run or something. It witnesses the, the Korean gangster like killing him, beating him with a bat and then he dies. And then like there's there's some weirdness to this particular scene. He just kind of goes home. Yeah, he, he just gets on a dirt bike and goes away, but they have no clue who he is is and for some reason the train approaching causes them all to go oh we gotta go like the train far far above them that would not be able to see them under the tracks they're just like oh no now we're in trouble i also did not know that hawaii had a a, i was gonna ask is there like a large is there like a steam train in hawaii i don't know that's something we should find out find out the the closest hawaiian train Uh, i don't understand the purpose of the hawaiian a train that makes no sense i don't know what? all right whatever uh yeah uh so hey, let's take a train between the islands how hard could it be <laughs> uh so yeah so basically he goes back home and there's some exposition but all of a sudden like so there's people that start trying to break into his apartment to kill him but all of a sudden, this FBI agent out of nowhere shows up. Sam with, Jackson's also there, ready to go. Yeah, just no particular reason is just already in his apartment trying to get him out, firing away. There's a chase sequence. Because he knows what's up. Chase sequence is pretty good. It's Samuel L. Jackson. He's pretty good. Putting Might on, be the best scene in the movie because it's like a, like a just kind of boring action sequence. Yeah, he's wearing very, very like he's wearing a very, uh, very flowy Hawaiian shirt. Which makes me think this extremely large shirt. uh, Which is making me feel like this was between like acting roles to which he was just like, I'm gonna go ahead and have a few burgers before my next actual action role. A couple of big Kahuna burgers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. So basically, the idea is that Eddie Kim is going to be on trial in L.A. Even though he is already in Hawaii, so he's going to be extradited back to there but he's technically free i guess on bail right now it doesn't make a ton of sense who knows um, it's not important because that's not what people are watching this movie for it's it's, it's snake law josh yeah <laughs> it's different uh so basically he's the witness to the murder so he needs to go back to la for the trial that's going to happen for the murder he just saw amongst other things like we're spending like way too much time on this Uh, he's a witness yeah he's he's a witness witness and they're protecting him so they get on a plane and they take up all of first class yes and so we have a whole bunch of people that are now put down into coach that are you know your collection of of kooky plane people let's go ahead and go down the list you have the two kids that are obviously flying by themselves with their military dad like seeing them off uh let's see you've got the uh overly amorous uh adonis like couple uh you have the action i guess he's an action or star or a movie like a music producer he's a music producer uh 
singer, I think. Yeah. Okay, and his two uh, his two bodyguards, which are basically just his friends. Right. Mm-hmm. One of which uh, is, one of which is Keenan. Uh, you have a uh, a lady with a baby. You have a lady with a dog. You have the stewardesses or the the flight attendants. I'll, sorry, mm-hmm. I'll say flight attendants. Um, one of which they make particular note to say, "Oh, look how effeminate he is. Mm-hmm. He must be gay. He must be yeah. one of he must be one of those one of those gays." It's a man. He's a man who's a stewardess, so obviously he's gay uh, type of thing. You have an overly I just love the like early early aughts humor. Mm, ah. Uh, you have a Chef kiss. overly uh, up his own butt British guy. Uh, the, that total jerk, yeah. Uh, and then just, I think, unless I've missed anybody, just a whole bunch of I mean, regular other extras. The captain, who is played, I forget his name, but he's played. He's the bad guy in Ernest Rides Again. Yes, and, so the, the captain and also, uh, oh boy. Should we mention that there, a lot of the people that are the cast in this movie are actually really a good? Lot of, well, there's a lot of well-known faces. What's his name? Is the co-pilot. From, yeah. He's an anchorman. Yeah, uh, let's see. So let's go yeah, ahead. I'm just, a, I'm just a simple Texas chauvinist in this movie, too. So let's go down this. Kind of uh, a character note for me. So Samuel L. Jackson is in this. Milena uh, Margulis. Uh, I, I know that I destroyed that. But uh, basically, one of the main actresses from ER is the head flight attendant. Uh, then Kenan Thompson, which we mentioned. Uh, Flex Alexander is three Gs. Uh, Keith Dallas is in this. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lynn Shane, who we mentioned is basically in all like bad B like uh, movies of this type. Uh, David Koshner, who we said Anchorman, uh, he's in there. Um, and yeah, there's so there's a good number of like, like oh wow, people, you got that guy for this movie. People you would recognize, yeah, yeah. So it obviously makes it a good movie. Um, yeah, their acting carries this movie. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Trust me, it's. I will never admit that this is a good movie, but it's a it's a it's a nice dumb movie. I just feel like you're trying to convince yourself more than you're trying to. Convince yeah. Us no. At no. This point. It's, it's <laughs> no. 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 Yes. Okay. Despite increased security for the flight, Kim arranges for a time-released crate full of venomous snakes to be placed in the cargo hold in an attempt to bring down the plane before it reaches Los Angeles International Airport, LAX. Mm. To ensure the snakes attack the passengers without the need for provocation, he has one of the henchmen disguised as an airport ground employee spray the passengers' lays with a special pheromone, which makes the snakes highly aggressive. He's like the snake version of the rage virus from 28 Days Later. Yeah. Uh, A couple... All right, so now we're getting into the... uh, So we're now in the air at 35,000 feet, where uh, the snakes are then released into the cargo hold, uh, to which point they start causing mayhem and it's just implied that they can somehow like the cargo hold which is apparently not this is apparently sealed but enough that you can go down there but it's not sealed inside of the plane the snakes somehow get from their cargo hold into like every other crevice on the plane mm-hmm. and that uh, you mentioned as well that basically all the circuitry for an airplane yeah. is basically somebody's stereo yeah they yeah. show shots of the snake like slowing on and, like un- and like accidentally like breaking all the wiring but it's like these enormous compartments was just like, just yeah. It looks like someone's like. It looks like your dad's hi-fi from the seventies. Well, also the fact that people were getting laid on a plane <laughs> leaving Hawaii. Yeah, that was the, weird. Yeah, it's like okay. I've seen people get laid 
like coming yeah. off the plane into Hawaii, but not when they're leaving Hawaii. Hey, sweetie, you set me up with the best segue for this next line. Oh, boy. A couple mm. having sex in a bathroom <sighs> and a man using another bathroom are the first ones killed. Yeah, we, we mentioned lady getting her boob bit. Yep. And the right other guy. The yep, yep. Right on the nipple. Yeah. Where else would you go? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, if I was a snake, I'd want to bite a nipple first thing, I think. That, That's a good segue. Uh, <laughs> then the plane's captain, Sam McKinnon, investigates and fixes an electrical short, he, but is killed by the viper that caused it. He opens the giant hatch in the floor of the cockpit, which leads down to, like, it looks like the basement of the plane. It's enormous. <laughs> like, there's no compartment that big, like, on the, pl- like, uh Actually, I think for that, for that style plane, it's entirely possible it's that huge i've i've never been on a plane that big but i know they exist i mean it's the 747 uh, 400 so i would have to i mean that was a really big plane for a trip from hawaii to lax because we went on a plane from sfo to hawaii and it was a much smaller plane than that Ooh, maybe that's maybe that's why like boeing is covering up the the 737 (laughs) max is like just snakes wow both those times wow they're like oh no it's the engines they were too they weren't built for this look it's actually eddie kim yeah all right so he's he's going after targets in ethiopia and indonesia apparently (laughs) woof uh, co-pilot Rick, unaware of the snakes, believes Sam has suffered a heart attack and continues towards LAX. Some of the snakes attack Rick, and while fending them off, he accidentally releases the oxygen mask throughout the plane, causing several snakes to drop into the cabin. Uh, let's Again, see. Again, that would probably would have been a sealed compartment. Probably, but... So how the hell did the snakes get in there? Numerous passengers, including Agent Sanders, are killed when the snakes invade the cabin. Their surviving passengers who have made their way to the front of the plane put up blockades of luggage in a desperate attempt to stop the snakes. Rick is attacked and the plane starts to dip downwards, causing a food trolley to crash through the luggage blockade. The passengers flee to the upstairs first class cabin before locking the stairwell with an inflatable life raft. Flynn and the flight attendant Claire regain control of the plane while Rick... Rick retakes the controls and has Flynn go to the cargo hold to restore the air conditioning slash ventilation system. Flynn contacts FBI Special Agent Hank Harris on the ground, who gets in touch with an an ophiologist, uh, Dr. Stephen Price. uh, Ophidologist? Ophidologist, basically somebody familiar with snakes. He's like an exasperated snake nerd. Every question is, ugh, ugh. Yeah, he, oh. he seems completely bothered by, like, any human interaction in the entire That's movie. a snake guy for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Customs main source for animal smuggling cases based on pictures of the reptiles emailed to him via a passenger's mobile phone. Price believes a Los Angeles snake dealer known for illegally importing exotic and highly dangerous snakes to be responsible. I'm going to pause right here because we've missed a lot of good snake events that have happened. I don't happened. think we have. Uh, we had... Uh, so we've had some, I mean, basically a lot of people have gotten bit. Um, the notable Multiple ones. Multiple times. Yeah. The notable ones are, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to bring this up, Sabrina, but, you know, there was the scene with the dog. And then immediately the guy gets the revenge, so he can't feel too bad. But he gets it a- doesn't matter. It still ate the dog. He threw the dog 
adding? Yeah, he threw the dog at the big the, giant python. The, the 20-foot python with teeth? And yeah. then the python meet like, well, more teeth than it probably has realistically. Well, they're like straight and they come right down. Yeah, and yeah. they and then it literally went after the guy that threw the dog at him to begin with. And, and coiled around him and started to eat him, and it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Uh, let's see. There was so there's a lot of scenes of like, oh, I gotta get this baby. Like, there's this baby back there. Oh, we gotta go get it. And like, getting people out from the area that is filled with snakes. Uh, there was the one like larger lady that was on the plane that had a snake just curl up her like curl basically her up, up her dress and and then bites her in the eye. Yeah, yeah, whew, yeah that one was boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, people kept getting bit in really gruesome places. Snakes on a plane, yeah. Yep, that's what that's what happens when you get snakes on a plane. Uh let's see. So let's see. To do uh when Harry uh, with Harris withholding the anti-venom, the dealer finally reveals that Kim hired him to obtain the snakes and adds how the later managed to smuggle them on board the plane and make them aggressive. Prykes injects the injured dealer with the anti-venom and commandeers his supply of anti-venom for the victims on the plane based on the list given to him. While Harris gives orders to have Eddie Kim arrested and tried for death on multiple accounts of murder and attempted murder. Harris contacts Flynn, tell, Flynn, telling him that anti-venom will be ready for the passengers when they land. However, Flynn discovers that the cockpit is filled with snakes and Rick is dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that was I, I, my reaction, too. One thing that actually, like, and maybe they explained it, and I just, after three times of seeing it, I just completely missed it somehow. How the heck do you get, like, a dude in L.A., with snakes, like on a, on a plane. plane going from Hawaii to LAX, like like so, these snakes had to first get on a plane, uh-huh. go over, and then stay on a plane to be snakes on a in plane a crate mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Yeah, and we're loaded on, and we're flown back to LA. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. So, all right, I'm just making sure because I was just like, at first, I was like, how does a dude in LA get snakes on a on a plane <laughs> in Hawaii? I I'm sure that was uh, the, I, I'm sure they had this exact discussion on the like. Two hours took them to write this write this movie. <laughs> I do want to say that the uh, original script for this movie was about 130 pages, and they knocked it down to 101. Oh, okay, yeah. So you know, tight, really, really tight script. Yes, it's a very small script, <laughs> and they uh, made it like two hours long still somehow. Yeah, it's movie's way too long. Uh, let's see. So basically, uh, the cockpit is filled with snakes, and our favorite uh, anchorman Rick is dead. Uh, after a brief discussion, Troy. 3G's bodyguard, who is the the uh, music producer, um, uh, agrees to land the plane based on his experience playing a flight simulator. What she says is on his PlayStation Two, like I'll bet money there's not a there's no instrument rated flight simulator on, on the PlayStation Two. Oh, absolutely not. No, but they had to get a PSP and get to get the words PlayStation in yeah, several times. Was this movie produced by Sony? Uh, it may have been. I'll have to. I'll, I'll take a look after I go through this. Only reason why I could think that would be a thing. Yeah. Uh, at this particular scene, uh, Sam Jackson has had it with these uh, mother trucking snakes on, on this Monday to Friday plane. Yep. So he is he is completely done with these snakes on a plane, which still just feels good every which time just, I say it. Which just means that he was kind of okay with it before, but now he's had it. Yeah. He's like he, up to here with these yeah. snakes. I'm up to here with your snakes. 
Uh, so then, uh, after everyone gets prepared, Flynn shoots out two windows with his pistol, causing the plane to depressurize. Though it looks like people don't all get ready because then people are holding on, like, for some reason. And also they all, like, stay on, some people are still staying on the side of the plane that is clearly, like, being completely pulled out because of the hole that is now forming. Uh, yeah, that yeah. wasn't very smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I, although uh, Greg last night brought up a good point that that cabin would have pressurized a lot or, you know, balanced out a lot sooner than. Yeah, they, they keep getting sucked out like yeah. for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, OK, that would have been like maybe like 10 seconds and it would have been fine. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. The snakes are blown out of the cockpit, uh, out of the cockpit and the lower floor of the plane. Despite his lack of real world experience, Troy makes an emergency landing and the plane makes it to the terminal by using its brakes on a plane. Brakes on mm -hmm. a plane. Cakes on a plane. Snakes, snake brakes. <laughs> you know, they had they had the perfect opportunity when that landing gear was going down to just drop a bunch of snakes yeah. from, the, from the landing gear. And the fact I wish they did not make when he ran over and, when they, and they get run over, they go, they go like, like, like the spiders and eight-legged freaks. That'd be good. Uh, the passengers leave the plane, and the anti-venom is given to those who need it. Just as Flynn and Sean are about to disembark the plane, a remaining snake jumps out and bites Sean on the chest. Flynn draws his gun and shoots the snake, and paramedics rush to Sean, who is now unharmed due to a ballistic vest he wore throughout the entire ordeal. Hey. As means he put it. he wore that vest and then put his dumb shirt and his like, corncob necklace on right over it. As you do. And as a token of gratitude, Sean later takes Flynn to Bali and teaches him how to surf. Aww. That snake's on a plane. We made friends. Uh. Okay, I will say I did find a blog called A Zoologist at the Movies at Blogspot. It's that guy, isn't it? N no. <laughs> but I do want to read part of what he wrote. Ooh. On here because I mean obviously n we figured this out but uh, also I'll, I'll add real quick New Line Cinema Warner Brothers not Sony huh mm. Sony might have paid for a might spot in the movie we really got to move units on these PSPs yeah <laughs> so he I'm gonna just like quote what he put on his blog real quick. So he says, although the snakes are all supposed to be highly venomous, any snake enthusiast will have recognized their favorite species of harmless snake among the cast. Milk snakes, corn snakes, bull snakes, rat snakes, and a big Burmese big snakes, python. Uh, which the Burmese python was only used for like a couple seconds and then they switched to the digital one. But yeah. Uh, he says a total of 450 live non-poisonous snakes were used in the film. With such great animal casting, you wonder why they would also have these sad, motionless rubber snakes lying around in some scenes. But despite the fact that almost all venomous snake species on this movie were CGI, they did a fairly good job. The CGI snakes are recognizable as real species, although the effectiveness of their venom, their athletic abilities, colors, and aggression are very much exaggerated. What? The storyline has the snake all worked up on pheromones. Although male snakes do use chemical cues to follow the trail of female snakes, it would not really make them go nuts like in the movie. And then he also does make a good point later on where he says, like, although the CGA snakes were impressively done, I guess it would not have hurt the movie to have some shots of real venomous snakes. Like, he says, like, maybe a nice big rattler draped on empty airplane seats or the digital Gabin Viper that kills a captain in a real-life incarnation on some instrument panel. 
He says only one real life venomous snake appears in the film. In one of the few scenes not on the plane, agents track down the snake dealer who supplied the snakes, causing so much havoc in the air. In the snake dealer's menagerie from one of the terrariums, a real rattlesnake flicks its forked tongue at us. So they do use one real venomous snake and it's a rattler in a cage on the ground and not in the plane. Well, yeah, I would not want to be anywhere close to an actual well, no, rattlesnake in the but, open. No, but he says like they could have gotten shots of them like on an empty seat yeah, like, without in, actual do insert people. Shots of the, yeah, of, yeah, that way you can get some like real venomous snakes in there because it's, it's not like it would have been that much more expensive. It's like, probably like a liability thing. Like if there's any venomous snakes on set at any time, no matter what the context is, it probably ups their insurance. Yeah, it could be that. It could also be just the fact of like, listen, we've already thrown so much CGI at this movie. Like adding a, adding a CGI snake. I mean, but rattlesnakes are actually very handleable if you know what you're doing. They're really not that difficult. Hmm. But I, I don't know. Yep. But he has a good point. Like I just like e- even like just shots of one on an empty seat. I, I don't think yeah, we, it would have been that much more expensive. We gotta get, there has to be some fan service for the, the snake people watching this movie. I think that one of the reasons why they don't do stuff like that, especially if there are actors on set, is uh, it's whether or not their insurance companies will let yeah. them. Because actors are heavily insured for all the movies that they do, especially anything involving like live animals. Mm-hmm. If if there's even a possibility of there being a live like venomous snake just like out in the open mm-hmm. It's a liability for the insurance, so the insurance will tell the movie no. Mm. And that's probably why they didn't do it, unfortunately. So uh, to give you some trivia about the movie, uh, so a funny little thing that they put inside the movie, there is one point where the male flight attendant grabs one of the snakes and throws it into a microwave and and microwaves it and it explodes and it's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, One of the buttons is actually for snake. So the microwave actually includes a snake button. Huh, okay. That's Ironically, a- he didn't, the one time he would use that, he didn't press it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, yeah. And as, as I mentioned earlier, contrary to popular belief, Samuel L. Jackson's agent insisted that, the t- uh, insisted that the title be changed because Jackson wouldn't work on a film with such a title. When Jackson heard about this, he responded uh, with the much-cited comment, we're totally changing that back. That's the only reason I took the job. I read the title. <laughs> um, that mo- the specific line in the movie that is offset with the mother trucking snakes uh, is voted number fifty-five of the one hundred greatest movie lines by Premiere in two thousand seven. Wow, that, that may not be true still. Um, let's see. Uh, the most snakes were digitally created as we mentioned the film's origin originated as an afterwork happy hour among hollywood colleagues to see who could come up with the most awful pitch for a movie producer craig bernson uh, who worked for dreamworks at the time gave his pitch for a movie based on a script called venom hmm. and the uh phrase snakes in the cockpit which is said uh, uh which is said in the film is actually used by pilots in reference to the high number of complex tasks they have to accomplish. What? That's a real term. Snakes in the cockpit. Yep. It's uh. pretty funny. And uh, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, AMC on August 2006, there was a live diamondback rattlesnake in the theater. <laughs> like, just it got in there, I'm assuming. Yes. Somebody didn't just like bring one in. No. Yes. They also found one outside in the parking lot. Okay. I mean, it's Arizona. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Welcome to Arizona. It's America's it, Australia. Something will try to kill the you. Snake, the snake just wanted to see what kind of snake representation was going to be in this movie. <laughs> representation is important, people. I, I'm already offended, but I have to see to see how offended I am. I mean, rattlesnakes, compared to some venomous snakes, they're really not that aggressive. As long as you leave them alone, they leave you alone. So it's not really that big of a deal. But the pheromones, Serena. We just, yeah, we just learned that the pheromones are bull. Okay, so pheromones, though, like, is Ooh, that just essentially pee? Like, it, it, were they not just spraying flowers with snake pee? Would that would that be how that comes into is play? That, is that, that, is that guy, he's, like, he's the evil henchman, like, this is his job. As someone yeah. who has actually seen snake pee, it's not what you think it is. All right. <laughs> I remember I had an iguana, not a snake. I know, I had an iguana that uh, she yeah. used to just, like, do all of her business at the same time. And yeah, it it's kind of like a bird turd in a weird yes, way. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, exactly what it is. And then the one day that I didn't know that my iguana was a lady because suddenly she laid 36 eggs. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a lot of eggs. They they carry a lot, Oh too. my god. I, well, I guess like in the wild that makes sense because not all of them are going to survive to even just hatching. So that makes sense, but holy crap, that's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, snakes that happen to be on planes. Yeah. I got to know, what's the feeling in the room? Uh, it's feeling a little chilly in here. This movie's really dumb. I feel kind of <laughs> cold-blooded. Oh. <laughs> cold-blooded. I, 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 okay. Don't so snake around your feelings on this movie. I did not care for it. Just to be perfectly honest, yeah. you know, I, I'm sure that that's with the aside, aside from you, Josh. <laughs> um, Sometimes I, I enjoy bad things. I know, but the thing is that, like, I didn't care for it, but I actually did not hate it. There were enough laughable moments and enough points for me to go, like, oh well, this is just freaking ridiculous. So um, I can't say it was enjoyable. I can't say it wasn't enjoyable either. I say it's a good background movie. Yeah, it's, it's it's what you put on when you don't want to actually watch something, but you need the TV on for some reason. I think yeah. there are more interesting, better like bad movies to watch. Um, yeah, this isn't like pain inducing, but it's a meme. It's a it's a great meme, it's guys. Early meme, I guess. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. I stand by when I first heard the movie came out. I didn't think it was worth watching. I still don't think it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. I, I also, the bad representation of snakes is like yeah. awful. Yes. Snake rights, people. <laughs> snakes have rights. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in Slytherin. <laughs> or you, you, own, you own an adorable little hog nose. Yeah. No, that's a funny thing. You know how there's like a supposed American house? So I did the test for both Hogwarts and the American one. And both times I got I got Slytherin for Hogwarts and then I got whatever was the snake one for the American one, too. Oh, and I was yeah, because like, you the saw heck? the question that was like, do you like snakes? No, there like, yes. was, no, that question was not on am, either of the tests. Am I an evil, terrible person? Well, actually. I am not evil. <laughs> there was nothing in there that says you're evil. Stop saying all Slytherin are evil. I'm sorry. It's a Ravenclaw. All snakes are not bad. Not all Slytherins Slyther are evil. Well, they might. I think. I think they're all evil. But they. All, but you get like you get Jason Isaacs in there. I don't know who that is. Or uh, uh, what's it? yeah, Jason Isaacs. I don't know who that uh, is. Um, it's Malfoy's father's name. Oh, he's hot. I mean, he's good. <laughs> he's hot. Like he's, all right. <laughs> I like him, and yes, he's right. got a big nose. I like that. You all right, you Potterheads, you gotta. We gotta. Sorry, we gotta are we moving it. on to Snape's on a plane? Oh, Is that yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Would he? Would, would he bite a titty? <laughs> oh I don't know. I, no, I am not. Pick 
Shereen, Alan Rick Rickman Alan, right? doing that. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to Alan Rickman bite my tail. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Just, all right. That's it, been the Saturday Friends Club, I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the late Alan. Wait, Rickman. is there such thing as a snake bite nipple piercing? Uh, uh, I'm making I'm making a face here. You can't see it, but it's yeah. It's it's, it's, it's the tell me more face. You can find us over at setfriendsclub.com. You can do us on Twitter, setfriendsclub. You, you can, can do us on Twitter. Yeah, you can do us on Twitter. You can That's, do that. No, you cannot do us. I do not do, consent to this. Yeah, I'll consent to it. I don't consent to it. Uh, you consent. Get some consent for Sabrina. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> consenting for myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you can find us at Patreon, patreon.com slash satfriendsclub, where you can go ahead and join, be part of our wonderful crew of friends, like our friend Jesse, who went ahead and joined us and is Woo. now part of our patron friends. Uh, oh. You can join that, be part of our Discord group, be able to submit to uh, all the wonderful little uh, episodes and experiments that we do and help us on our, our satellite of love out here. Um, I want to I wanna be Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dishwashing liquid you soak in it <laughs> alright uh, that'll take care of us th- for this week we will catch you next week for more Saturday Friends fun till then sleep well everyone good night